Hey family, you're listening to The World Is Yours Podcast with Jasmine S. Dennis. All right. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad that you're listening. I am Jasmine S. Dennis, and I have a super, super cool guest in the building with me today. She is a real estate investor, and she specializes in not only residential investing, but also commercial investing. You guys, she is a true boss. I mean, when you look up the word boss, you'll see her name in the dictionary (laughs) next to it. Um, I will go ahead and spare you and not keep you waiting. This is the lovely Janae Buchan. Janae, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes. So my name is Janae Buchan, and I am currently a real estate investor, landlord, and property manager here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I started my own business called SJB Investments LLC, where we purchase and renovate properties in the metro Atlanta area. Um, It has been a wonderful journey because of the residual income. Oh, wow. Um, So let me tell you just a little bit about how we did it. So in 2016, we purchased um, four properties four rental properties and this was a time where the properties were close to nothing so we purchased our first property for eighteen thousand dollars and it was basically move-in ready we just had to do some minor repairs and um, we marketed the rental property to college students and we started renting out the rooms um, for about you know seven hundred dollars a month all inclusive wow and it was great and we couldn't just stop there so we purchased three more rental properties (laughs) um and it's been great ever since um and now i'm fixing and flipping properties so it's been really good so a true boss so janae i just i want our listeners to know how you can be young and successful do you mind sharing with our listeners just how old you are yes so currently i'm 28 so I started this when I was 25 years old. 25 years yes. old to get into residential investing. Yes, ma'am. Guys, and Janae wasn't born with a silver spoon in her mouth. Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I know her story. I know a little bit about her. And I know that she was definitely a hard worker. She was a regular college student. And I just want you to tell our listeners what sparked your interest. Was there some sort of problem that you saw with college students. How did you come about this? Absolutely, so when I started attending Georgia State University, um, I was living in student, a student housing apartment and I was sharing a space with three other people. So this particular place had four beds, four bathrooms okay. and we shared the you know common space. And they were charging us $800 a month just to live there. $800 each? $800 each. So $3,200 a month. $3,200 for just one unit. Wow. And I said, this is crazy. (laughs) I mean, it's it's great for them, but why am I paying $800 a month to live here? So the first thing I said is, I said, when I leave here and I get some capital, some money, some funding... I'm going to do the same thing, but I want to make it affordable for students. Oh, great. And so that has been our goal is, you know, I've been in student affairs for the last eight years, and I've just seen how sometimes college students are living in, you know, small little areas, of course, on campus, and they're, you know, residence halls, and they're paying so much money. Um, So I just wanted to be able to provide that affordable housing for college students so that I can help them and they can help us as well. 
Absolutely. And that's that's amazing that you you could have just got into flipping houses and just took all the profits and ran. But you fed it back into the community, um, which is absolutely amazing. And you not only inspire those around you, but you are inspiring the students that come to live in your home to see what they can invest in. You know, and even if there's, you know, it's very interesting that there was a shortage of housing on campus. And I I know that that's a, a big issue with with many popular colleges. So for you to be able to supplement such an issue is really amazing. Thank you. And absolutely. And to date, how many residents have you had so far since you started this? Um, We've had at least 10 residents in the last three years. Um, Recently, we had students that just renewed their lease. Okay. So that's been very helpful so that we don't have to go out and, you know, keep marketing the property. They liked it so much that they stayed a second year. Yeah. So that's been awesome. And we appreciate it, which I'm sure they appreciate as well. Absolutely. And I'm sure their families appreciate it because, you know, it's one thing to send your child off to college, but for them not to have a place to live because of a a shortage of dorm space is is just another big issue that no parent wants to deal with. So to know that you've helped not only 10 students, but you've helped 10 families, you know, um, be able to house their kids. That's really amazing. Thank you. Really interesting because you've been doing residential properties for a while, you know, renovating them and renting them out. But what are your plans for commercial properties? Yes. So still going along the lines of affordable housing, my plan is to purchase an apartment building um, and do affordable housing and income-based housing. Um, Unfortunately, what I've been seeing is a lot of people are being displaced in our community. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I want to be able to provide them an opportunity to still live and enjoy the neighborhoods that they've been growing up in for forever. Mm -hmm. And so those are the plans. Wow, that is just so great that you are, you don't just think about yourself, you're thinking about your entire community. And as I mentioned, you're pouring back into the community and you're just such an inspiration to us all. I just, I I can't, my hats go off to you. Thank you. Absolutely. So when you first started looking at these properties and when you were originally thinking about investing in properties, Um, Were they well-kept properties? Were they already partially renovated? How did they look when you first got to the site? Um, So our second property unfortunately needed a lot of work and uh, the ceiling was missing. (laughs) Wow. Cabinets were missing. The floors were missing. The toilet was missing. (laughs) Um, It was it was a lot of work. Um, but I would say don't let that intimidate you at all. If you have a vision, go for it for sure. Um, because we were able to transform it. And you can actually see the progress on my website. I have a video of before, the progress, and after. And I have to say that it's my favorite house out of all of the rental properties that we have. Wow. So I know that you're married. How did your husband feel about getting into these types of projects? Um, So, yes, my husband has a business degree as well from Georgia State. That's where we met. And, um, you know, at first he was hesitant because he was like, these houses, you know, they look a little rough. (laughs) Um, But then, of course, I had to convince him and show him, like, although it looks like this, 
we can definitely transform these houses into beautiful spaces for people to live and enjoy. So um, definitely, like I said, don't, um, you know, hesitate when you see a property that has been abandoned for a while because it can definitely be transformed and look beautiful. Wow. So you're really able to see a diamond in the rough when you're looking at these properties. Yes. Um, the potential is is definitely there for the properties that you've shown me that you've worked on. Um, I wanted you to talk a little bit about something that you just recently educated me on um, about houses that are abandoned or you know that people just have not lived in for yeah. years and have not paid the property taxes on uh, you recently educated me and told me that oftentimes you can go in as an investor and purchase uh, the tax lien off of yes. the home uh, tell us how that can be beneficial yeah definitely so like I said I really don't like seeing abandoned properties in our neighborhood and so just doing some research I found out that if someone has not paid the property taxes on a property for at least seven years, you have the opportunity to pay the property taxes and get the tax sale lien on the property. Now that doesn't mean that you'll immediately acquire the property, but if you pay the taxes on the property, there's a win and you get the tax sale lien. That's the important part. Don't just go out there paying property taxes <laughs> because then you just help somebody pay their property taxes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you must get the tax sale lien on the property. And then it's a win-win situation because if somebody wants to come, the owner wants to come back and purchase that property, um, they have to pay you the property taxes plus interest. Um, or if they don't come back, you have the opportunity to acquire that property. So wow. that's a new venture that I'm looking at right now. Um, in addition to residential and commercial real estate, um, okay. the tax sale lien process. So, yeah. And do you have to be like a realtor or anything to, you know, purchase these tax liens? Are, are there any certain specifications or requirements that you have to meet? You do not have to be a real estate agent to do so. I would just always encourage people to do their due diligence and their research before they get into any real estate investments. So just making sure that you do all of your research, because um, like I said, you don't want to just go out there and pay property taxes and then there's really no investment or return on your investment. So yeah, just make sure you do, do your research. research. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people, word to the wise, do your research before you start spending cash. Absolutely. Absolutely. So <laughs> let's get a little bit, I'm now, guys, I spent some time with Janae a while back and she showed me a property that she is flipping. And it is a gorgeous property, guys. <laughs> it is so beautiful. She's remodeling it. Um, I went in it a couple of weeks ago, but she just showed me the pictures of the current state of it, and it is absolutely gorgeous. Thank you. So how did you come about going from doing um, where you were renting out spaces in your other homes to now flipping much more expensive properties. How did you get there? Absolutely. So I felt like um, flipping, I'm sorry, renting properties is awesome. Um, you want to be able to have that residual income. But now that I had the funds, I wanted to be able to flip and fix a property. Um, 
what you'll notice in some areas that are developing is that there are a lot of abandoned homes. Mm-hmm. And so it's just bad for the community. Let's put some people in there. Yeah. Um, our mission for SJB Investments is to rebuild our community. So what better way to fix and flip a property? Um, and so me and my, my real estate agent and I were riding around looking at properties and I prefer brick houses. Okay. Um, all my houses are brick. Um, I don't know why it's just something that I love. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and so we ran into this duplex and we walked in and of course it was, um, empty and abandoned. Um, and so a duplex of course is four beds, two bathrooms. And so we wanted to transform that into a single family home. Nice. Um, and so that's what we've been doing. It looks very nice. We have an open concept. So, of course, it's like the living room, dining room, and kitchen area is open with the four bedrooms. And we have a very nice master bedroom with a master bathroom, of course, and a walk-in closet and a creek in the backyard with wow. their own personal deck. So we just wanted to, you know, put our little personal touches to it. Yeah. So we're hoping to put that on the market um, within the next couple of weeks. Oh, this is so inspirational to see someone so young um, investing because that is not a lesson that we're taught in school. Um, And depending on your economic status and and how you were raised, it's not something you're really taught at home either. So, Janae, you are truly a self-taught entrepreneur, business owner, investor, and you haven't even hit 30 yet. <laughs> so that's just it's it's almost like you're kind of like, you know, our, our superwoman of this generation, because not only um, have you successfully invested in these houses, but you're also working on a second master's degree. Yes. How has that been? Um, it's been a transition. My background is in public and political communication and social work okay and so now I'm in this commercial real estate program which is amazing by the way you meet so many different people who are in the industry I mean I've met people who own apartment buildings Mm. hotels resorts I get inspired just you know working with them um, and meeting them and sitting down with them and just picking their brain Um, and it's so important to network and get to know people because You know, these are the people that you can be working with in the future. Um, And so it's been a very great experience. And I love the fact that it's just one year program. It's a one year program. So I'll be graduating in August of next year. Well, congratulations on that second degree. (laughs) Thank you. You are just truly crushing it out here. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. So I want to circle back to the networking piece because I think that is a very important component of investing, of communicating, of just, you know, being able to seize those opportunities that aren't necessarily written in black and white. Um, And I want to just, I want you to speak to the power of networking and just, I know that for some of our listeners, they can be introverted and networking is not something that comes naturally and it's not always something that may feel comfortable, but how would you um, get into networking or how did you get into networking and how has that helped your business today? Absolutely. So while I'm at Georgia State University, our professors bring a lot of resources to our classes. And so they were telling us you need to get involved as much as you can. 
because these are the people that you're going to be working with. Um, this business and industry is all about building relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, people think that commercial real estate is like a large industry. It's not. It's kind of, it's a very small knit community. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started getting involved. I'm in an organization called Crew, which is Commercial Real Estate Women um, Atlanta. So it's called Crew Atlanta. And I recently joined and I went to an event and it was amazing. I was able to meet so many different people. And as far as maybe people who might be uncomfortable networking, I always say, if you see somebody standing by themselves, go up to that person and just start talking to them. Mm -hmm. You'd be surprised how many people love talking about themselves so (laughs) um when i was at the event i saw one you know a couple of people standing by themselves and i would go up and introduce myself and hi my name is janae bukin so you know what do you do and they would ask me what i do and we would exchange information and you know it's just great to meet other people and you'll start realizing like one lady you know was um is into furnishing apartments and furnishing homes oh, great, you can furnish my new property that I'm about to put on the market. Um, So just, you know, being able to meet other people is just a wonderful opportunity. And I totally agree with that because you never know who somebody else knows and you you never know who they might be connected to business-wise. And I think when you uh, make the conscious decision to become an entrepreneur, uh, your relationships are going to be one of the most important factors in your success. Oh, yeah. Um, Simply because you can't Google everything and everything isn't going to be written out in black and white. You're not going to always have a checklist that tells you how to run a business. Business or you know where to buy your supplies from and things of that nature so I know personally that when it comes to real estate investing it's super important to have a team um, because we watch shows like um, flip this house mm-hmm. and we think that they go in and just flip everything and it's easy <laughs> and it's a cakewalk <laughs> and we don't what we don't see behind the scenes are the contractors that are you know putting in the floors Absolutely. or you know doing the the bathroom fixings and things of that nature so tell us a little bit about how you built your team yes so um, one of the things that I love to do is when I'm going out in the community is I love to meet people right so as we're looking at other properties I'm meeting the neighbors I know this sounds crazy but I'm like if they're outside I'm like hey how y'all doing tell me about the neighborhood what's going on yeah and it is so helpful because you get to see just the history of that neighborhood as well um one thing that I like to do as well is if I see contractors working on the property I will stop my car I will get out and I will go into the house you know of course if they allow Mm -hmm. um and I'm in there meeting with the contractors just seeing the work and the quality of work that they're doing Mm. and if I feel like it's a great job I'm going to ask them to show me the other properties that they've done okay um and so my particular contractor I did that I was looking at another property he was working on it and he was like oh are you looking for a contractor and I was like yes and he was like okay let me show you some properties that I've done oh wow. and he walked me through the properties that he had worked in they were like all within two miles of each other mm-hmm. um, and so that was very helpful for me to see what kind of work that they were doing um, because then it inspired me and made sure that I had you know um, I'm sorry. (laughs) 
Um, so not as fiery, but um, it helped me to see what they can do with my, with my property. Um, so that was very helpful. Um, I also have an architect who does my floor plans. He's great and very affordable. Um, and so that's helpful as well um, because I'm always trying to stay within budget. Okay. So that's a very important part. Okay, and and that's really great to know. And I like that you mentioned staying within budget because I think um, a lot of times we don't know how much we're going to spend. And so when we don't know how much we're going to spend, it's hard to plan how much we're going to spend. But for you with budgeting, how do you manage those those building costs or, you know, any sort of fees that you have to pay to your contractor? How is that something you personally manage or do you have an accountant? Um, No, I personally manage all of that by myself I literally use an Excel spreadsheet and I am tracking all of the labor costs supply costs expenses furnishings home decorations all of that um, because I want to be able to account for everything for myself and to make sure that I'm staying within budget okay Um, and that's been very helpful Um, in the future I'm going to have to get an accountant because I plan on purchasing more properties um, especially commercial properties and so um, that's definitely one thing that I'll do in the future but for right now it's easier for me to just manage the funds um, and keep track of all of that information Wow. So it's, it's really great to know that you don't have to pay somebody to manage your money. No. You know that this is completely doable mm-hmm. on your own. And I use different resources like Mint.com, which is so helpful um, because it'll track all of your expenses, budgeting. And it will tell you if you spent too much or, you know, it, it's very helpful and you can make financial goals and everything on that website. Um, so that's been very helpful. Oh, nice. Okay. So let's talk about how you got into um, the loan process to get approved for these homes. Um, A lot of the times you'll see investors that, you know, these million dollar investors just throwing money at homes. Um, But for you, you went through a more traditional process and you were able to acquire funding for your homes. So was that a difficult process? Did you have to have a co-signer? How did that work out for you? So no, um, I was in student affairs, like I said, for like eight years Mm -hmm. as a resident director. So I was living on campus for free and eating for free and getting a salary. Okay. So that allowed me to be flexible with my finances because I didn't have a mortgage or any rent. Okay. So for those of you out there who are looking for, you know, some options and you love people, student affairs is a great um, industry to be in because you can work and make an impact on people, but you can also save some money, a lot of money. Um, And so being in that position allowed me to be flexible. And so my credit score and my husband and I always, you know, compete with our credit scores. (laughs) My goal was to have a higher credit score than he did. Um, And so starting out, my credit score was a 787. Okay. And that allowed me to obtain funding. Um, And so basically we went through hard money lenders so that we can pay cash for the properties and um, that's how we acquired them and renovated the, the four properties in that small amount of time. Okay. And what is a hard money lender? How are they different from, you know, a traditional lender or if you were to just go through a Wells Fargo or a, a regular commercial bank? Okay. So hard money loans, um, they usually give you your money within a week. 
Okay. So it's a great way to hurry up and, you know, be able to get your funds quickly. But the interest rates are extremely high. So that's one thing that's important to know is that if you're going to go through a hard money lender, you have to realize that you need to be paying back that loan back as soon as possible okay. so that, you know, you don't have to worry about all the interest that you're going to be paying. And so because we knew that we were marketing to college students and charging by room, we knew that we would have the funding to be able to pay that loan back as soon as possible. Okay. So that was really, really good for us. Nice. So to just circle back to when you first purchased a home and now you've got four residential homes that you're renting out, Mm -hmm. um, what has your return on investment been like? Okay, so for one of our properties, we have a three bed, one bath, and we charge each student $650 per room, all inclusive. So they don't have to worry about utilities. They don't have to worry about... um, you know landscaping anything like that it's all inclusive with wi-fi washer and dryer cable alarm system um which is very helpful for students because you know it's just more convenient that way absolutely and so we're making about two thousand a month off of just that one property and this property is now paid for yes so that you are pocketing two thousand a month on after we pay the expenses yeah that is absolutely amazing wow and so for and you're doing this for all four of your properties you're now turning a profit for the homes that you just purchased just a few years ago right so that's for three properties and then the other one is um we're fixing and flipping so three rental properties and one fix and flip the other property was a buy and hold so we just bought that property and then sold it for um, double the amount that we purchased it for. Wow. Um, and that was able to pay off um, our wedding in Cancun. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is, I'm just like, I have to take a minute and just digest all of that because it's just, it's not something that you would think a person your age would be able to accomplish and say, yeah, I made a profit from this. You know, a lot of the times we'll go and see people purchasing homes and it's it's a money pit for them. But you were able to successfully acquire the properties and what you and tell me a little bit about the buy and hold. Is that a new trend or, or what does that mean? Um, so, yes, in Atlanta, a lot of people are just purchasing the properties. Um, and then in a couple of months or a couple of years, depending on the market, they'll sell it. So we were able to purchase that property for twenty-two thousand, and then we sold it for forty-five thousand. Oh wow! Just sitting there. Um, so yeah, I mean, a lot of people are doing it. That is absolutely bananas. I just, I mean, I never would have thought that that was a thing. Mm-hmm. But I, as you were telling me at one point, um, your interest points or areas were among the Atlanta Beltline. Mm -hmm. Why is that an attractive place for you? Um, So the Atlanta Beltline is a new development here in Atlanta. Um, It's basically connecting all of the cities in Atlanta by a 22. So I'm sorry, let me rewind that. So the Atlanta Beltline is a 22 mile trail that is connecting all of the inner city communities. I don't want to call it inner city. We don't want to call it. Sorry. (laughs) Metro, uh, Metro Atlanta communities. Okay, so Atlanta <laughs> is a 22-mile trail that is basically collect, connecting all of the neighborhoods in Atlanta. Um, and so it's an opportunity for people to walk, to bike, 
um, to get to work. As we know, the traffic in Atlanta is horrendous. Mm -hmm. And so this is another way for people to be able to commute to work as well. Um, I believe in the West End or the West Side Beltline, we're supposed to be getting a trolley along it as well. Mm -hmm. So that would um, really help with transportation. Um, but yes, we purchase all of our properties, usually near the Beltline. Um, local colleges and universities so we can rent them out to students um, and next to the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Wow so it's really interesting that you were able to because we all know that investors are are purchasing those properties like candy I mean they're mm -hmm. going fast but you were able to see um, where you are you're going to be able to make some money right um not just now but in the long run i mean the value of those houses are going to triple if not quadruple and they already have so like the eighteen thousand dollar property that we purchased it's now worth eighty ninety thousand dollars oh my goodness and so we don't plan on selling it anytime soon <laughs> um, like i said before we want to be able to provide affordable housing for college students because they need it Oh my goodness. This is just such good information. Janae, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. And if our viewers or if our listeners wanted to learn more about you and about your business, or if they just wanted to hire you to be a consultant for them, um, how can they get in contact with you? Absolutely. They can go to my website, Janae Buchan at I'm sorry, <laughs> my website, JanaeBukin.com, or they can contact me via email, JanaeBukin at gmail.com. Okay, and that's Janae, J-A-N-A-Y, Bukin, B-O-U-C-A-N. Yes, JanaeBukin.com. Yep. JanaeBukin.com. Absolutely, I love it so much. Janae, you're such an inspiration to all of us, and Thank you are you. truly a trailblazer, and I see you pouring gasoline over everything <laughs> that you've done so far, so I know Thank this you. is just the tip of the iceberg for you, but I'm so proud of you, and I'm so happy to know you, and I really appreciate you for joining us on the show today. Absolutely. And thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Well, folks, you have just heard from another millennial boss. And let me know if you have any questions for Miss Janae going forward. Janae, it's been a pleasure and we will meet with you soon. Thank you.